taking you inside the world of music, this is Inside Music Cast with Rick Such and Eddie Cabello. On this episode, Inside Music Cast welcomes Lee Sklar. Welcome to a special edition of Inside Music Cast. I'm Rick Such. And I'm Eddie Cabello. Today our guest is Lee Sklar, who has become a regular here on Inside Music Cast. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't heard, Mike Percaro, Toto's bassist, has sustained a hand injury that is going to leave him sidelined for the band's upcoming tour of Europe and, and possibly for more dates this summer in North America. Yeah. Of course, our prayers and well wishes go out to Mike for a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. But as they say in the biz, the show must go on, so Toto has turned to a longtime friend and super musician, Lee Sklar, to take Mike's place for the upcoming tour. So Eddie and I are taking this opportunity to spend a few minutes with Lee to chat about his new role with the band and what to expect in the coming months when Toto hits the road. Right. Hey, Lee, thanks for joining us again. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm glad to mm-hmm. glad to hang with you guys. Cool. So, yeah, I guess first of all, just you know, you've been rehearsing for a while now. I guess for I guess last week you had one week of rehearsals, and you're kind of doing some work on your own. How did things go? Yeah, uh, it went great. Um, I, I'm really excited about it. I mean, I, I've been friends with these guys for so long mm-hmm. that it, they feel like family to me. Anyhow, I'm both joyful and saddened by the situation because there's nothing I'd like better than Mike to be doing this because it's his band. Mm-hmm. But uh, under the circumstances, I'm, I'm, I'm very flattered that they chose to ask me to, to help cover until he's back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it went really good. I mean, it was real intense and uh, real loud. <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't had my ears ringing for a while. And, uh, it was, it was a, it's a hoot, though. They're, they're all just crazy. Yeah, I think you hit the road in, uh, in about a couple of weeks now. Is... Actually, we leave um, next Tuesday. Oh, my Tuesday gosh. already? Oh, my <laughs> God. We leave for Dubai, where they're heading the uh, Dubai, they're headlining the Dubai Jazz Festival. Yeah. I know the reality is this is the time you've been given to to prepare for the tour, but is this enough time to prepare for the tour? We were talking about that uh, just a few minutes before we started the interview. So You deal with what you have to deal with, yeah. and um, this came to me pretty quickly. Um, I, it was a hard decision for them to make, I, and... Um, when they finally decided that it, they were real, that Mike just felt he wasn't going to be up to doing this, and he really needed downtime just to recoup and and get his stuff back together again, they called me. And, and I've had a couple of weeks, and the hard part is just I, I've done like ten or twelve albums since January, mm-hmm. and I've been wow. just going around the clock, so trying to sandwich time to learn all this material amongst all the other stuff I've been doing. It's, mm. it's been pretty insane. I mean, it, at this point in my life, I thought I'd be out in the past year. I didn't think I'd be <laughs> in the boring. And, uh, so I'm, I'm, having, I'm having an adventure, but it's going to be really bitching. You know, I mean, Simon is such a treat as a bass player to play with. And Greg, I've known forever. He's a monstrous keyboard player, and mm-hmm. and Luke is, you know, the, the world's biggest juvenile delinquent that ever was, <laughs> and, I, and I love him to death. And Tony's great. So, yeah, and, and Bobby. So, I mean, we're gonna have a great time. It sounds really good. It's mm-hmm. a good show. Well, you know, you just mentioned Simon, and and you and Simon are gonna be the rhythm section now. And I'm wondering how often you've had a chance to play with him. Yeah, really. You know, we've only done some like. We did one album uh, a couple of years back that was really good, a guy named Jeff Pryor. And uh, it was really fun, and Paige also was on that. And we had a great time doing that. And then there's been some you know, one-off little sessions, but the rehearsals the other day was the most we've ever played together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it's a real comfortable fit. I mean, he's, he's, his facility and groove is, is very, very deep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
So he, he makes it easy. I just kind of hopped on and, and held on and started swinging one hand up in the air like I was riding a bucking bronco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt like Flynn Pickens riding the bomb at the end of Strange Love. <laughs> right, hey, listen, you, you mentioned a little while ago that, uh, um, you know, you don't get really the sheet music up there. I mean, you don't get a, a stand with the, with the charts there. So Absolutely not. In, in talking, in, you know, where you're going to be positioned, you know, where with Simon, explain a little bit about, okay, the, the eye contact. I mean, you, the, the visual must be very, very, very important for the rhythm section. Well, I mean, I've, I've felt that way in every every band I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really like the communication between players, mm -hmm. and, and so much of that is predicated on, on being able to see each other, and, and I'm going to be somewhat dependent on them for some of the cues and some of the different things that, to me, I'm still relatively new with, because basically, I mean, I've, I've kind of known so, a, a lot of their songs in the same way, like I've, you know, I know every Beatles song, but if somebody said, play it, Right. It's a whole other ball game. Right, right. So I've been driving around in my truck as I'm going to other sessions, listening to their stuff and just assimilating it. But there's really, to me, no way to walk out on stage with a band like this and have music because it, you immediately don't look like you're part of the program. Yeah. And I, w I want to feel, I want people to feel that, that this is a band that's up there, regardless of the fact that I'm not Mike. I want them to go away with the feeling that, that they've just witnessed the band Toto and not the mm -hmm. band Toto with a hired sideman. <laughs> right, and right. So, so learning the, the material was important. And I'm the kind of guy that if I sat down and looked at a piece of paper of a song, it's like heroin. I'm screwed. I can't get away from it. <laughs> I really have to learn really? the material um, mm -hmm. by just sitting there basically like a parrot right. and playing it over and over until I'm comfortable. And at that point, then I'll put my own twist on the stuff. I mean, I'm not going to play exactly the way Mike played it. I'm going to play it, I'm going to play Mike's parts the way I would play them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's the only way I could survive something like this. I, I have enough trouble, you know, copying my own stuff, let alone somebody else's. <laughs> well, you mentioned a minute ago that, you know, it's, you know all the Beatles songs, but sitting down and playing them is, is, is a different, is a whole different yeah. beast. But, you know, now that you've had a chance to rehearse some of Toto's music, what is your impression performing it as opposed to simply listening to it? Yeah. Um, well, seeing as how we haven't performed it yet, I'm real curious what it's going to be like when we hit the stage. But just sitting in rehearsal and playing it, 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 it kicks ass. Mm -hmm. It's really good. This is a real <laughs> aggressive show. Cool. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's one of those things where you just sit there with these guys and they're all such good musicians that you just sort of sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, it's a really fun ride. Mm -hmm. In this tour, it seems to be the, the type of tour that it offers such a variety of the music. I mean, you're going to mm -hmm. play jazz, you're going to play blues, you play rock, R&B. Everything's sort of mixed into one in, in, as opposed to a tour that's a country tour or something. I yeah. mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I never in a million years thought we would be playing I Am Woman, but we've got a great arrangement of it. <laughs> you, know, Luke, you believe that he's a girl when he sings it. That's got to be a Luke solo. It has to be. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a tremendous, um, it covers a wonderful spectrum of, of yeah. style. Even though it sounds very cohesive, it's not like, you know, like when you listen to a record and somebody's had 10 producers and it sounds like 10 different singles <laughs> exactly. by, done by different people. Right. This feels cohesive, but it's all, 
you know, it's it's really fun. I mean, I'm I'm having a great time with them, and I'm I'm really excited, to, you know, about being able to spend this this tour with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just afraid to go to sleep in the bunk because I don't know what Luke's going to be up to. <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping with one eye taped open. Just <laughs> well, hey, you know, we spoke to you. The last time we spoke to you was around the holidays, and at the time, you mentioned that you were expecting. 2007 to be a really busy year for you. As a matter of fact, you mentioned that a moment ago. You've already done like 12 albums, but yeah. now that you've taken on this role with Toto and the fact that you're going to be on the road, yeah. are you going to be able to fit in other gigs that you'd planned for the coming months? In other words, who, who did you cancel? <laughs> well, no, you know, the thing is, the way session work comes in, for the most part, it doesn't come that far in advance. I, I usually get calls like a month to six weeks in advance. Hmm. And this came far enough back where I, I didn't have to call anybody and say, I have to bail on you. Hmm, that's good. So I, that was very fortunate. Yeah, really. Um, and the only, the only thing that might have been going on, but, I, but we hadn't firmed it up yet, uh, might have been like going back out with Lyle Lovett again this year. Right. Um, but it's, you know, if, if he chooses to go out, I'm, I can't do it. But that's, you know, that, that's just the situation as it is. But, yeah. you know, when Luke called me and he said, look, it, there's, a ton of work this year. There's no telling how much of it we're going to need you for. They might need. I mean, ultimately, they might need me for the whole year. You know, right. it might be next year for the thirtieth when when Mike's back in the saddle. Right. Sure, sure. You know, there's no reason for him to rush it. Right. You know, because ultimately, you know, you're you're looking at at the rest of your life with mm-hmm. these things, not one tour. Yeah. So so you you really um, he he needs to. Just get get himself to where he's in a comfort zone again, and not feeling like he's pushing himself where whatever the problem is could maybe reoccur because he was premature in rushing back. Sure, I, I totally yeah. agree with you. I think you cannot put deadlines on rehabilitation yeah. or, or getting your health back up. No, it's yeah. like an athlete trying to come back too soon from an, uh, an Achilles problem or you oh, know. any anything like any kind of a of an. It's like if you just had a, a cold. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, sure. you suddenly went, oh, I'm feeling a little better now. And then you run out and do a few things. And next thing you know, you've relapsed and, and you're like worse crap. off than you were before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really, need, you really need to give yourself time to, to heal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and as far as that goes, I'm, I mean, if I have to like, just look at this as the rest of my year, that's, a, that's not a bad thing for me. Yeah, yeah. sure. No. I mean, I'm with friends and, and I'm helping a friend. And uh, and like I told Mike when we were hanging, I said the best phone call I'll get is when you call me and say get out of here, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd rather be unemployed than you healthy. Than yeah, that, that's for sure. Well, going back with, in history of Lee Sklar as a musician, you had um, so many opportunities to perform with some of the best guys on the planet. You know, Toto, Luke, Jeff, Page, and it's amazing how your journey as a musician has sort of led you sort of full circle with playing with these guys as session players, and and now you're in the band you know i saw on the total network uh, the the photograph you're you know the photo's even done you know it's weird i mean so, I'm even, i've seen some of the swag some of the t-shirts and i'm on the t-shirt <laughs> it's, it's pretty i mean it's weird you know That's because cool. like we've we've mentioned in other things i mean i was on one of luke's very first sessions hmm. and i've known him since he was about 19 years old Jeez. and and jeff i can't tell you how many records i did with jeff mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. And uh, and and I've done sessions with Joe, and you know, so I, I've felt a part of all these guys on a kind of an ancillary level mm-hmm. between sessions and then being involved with this network so deeply. Right, right. It's just kind of almost you know it's this weird serendipity that it's come around 
to where suddenly I'm sitting in, in this position, which I never in a million years would have thought I would be finding myself in. Lee, let's face it, your, your family, you've been there all along, and really? it's just a natural fit, and it's, it's, and it's great. It, it, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's real interesting, and, and, the, and I'm, I'm looking for the, the fans mm-hmm. that, that have come that I'm familiar with on the site mm-hmm. are such deeply loyal and, and, and good people. It's going to be a real fun thing to, to hook up with some of these people on the road and actually get a chance to visit them, you know, in person and say hi. And, and I just, you know, hope that they walk away from the shows going, this is great, this yeah. is really great, and not finding it being strange at all. That. Oh, well, there's countless blog posts in there right now about this whole situation, and mm-hmm. there's nothing negative. It's you all know, just... No, I've, I've been reading them all, too, because we sat and talked about how to approach doing this, um, you know, and, and ultimately there was no script or anything. It was right. just, you know, Mike came to the rehearsal, and he just sat down and said what he felt he had to say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, it was one of these things where we were going, you know, you don't want to say anything too prematurely, but you don't want to leave people. I mean, to me, the worst thing for me would have been if nothing had been said and people show up at a concert and I'm standing there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there will be people that have yeah. no clue what's going on who right. don't visit the sites or anything that just come to the concerts. And they won't, still won't quite understand, you know, how the hell Mike aged so poorly so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Mike, you know, you've known Mike for such a long time, and as a fellow bassist, you probably studied his style in his groove, I'm sure. And in learning Toto's music, are you spending time listening to the songs? And oh, yeah. Trying to I, emulate? I, mean, I, I told Mike when I saw him, I said, it's so weird. I mean, I'm living with you every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I mean, he's, that whole family is so gifted. Steve is such a great keyboard player player there was nobody better than jeff and uh, and mike's a wonderful basis so for me you know these are you know it's it, it's not so much that i'm intimidated to be playing the parts but it's he plays beautifully and, he, and he's crafted all these parts mm-hmm. and i'm just i'm going to try to just do justice to what this guy's created and and make it feel i mean the one of the things i really tried to do was cop as much of what he's doing as I can, uh, so that the other guys in the band are also in a real comfort zone, mm-hmm. that they're not going to hear anything radically changing, mm-hmm. so that they have to adjust. I want this to exactly. feel like a very, very natural transition. Yeah. It's going to be bad enough when they look over and see me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not and fair. Won't even look come, on. come on. Come on. He knows I'm going to be messing with him. Well, the, sec- the second part of my question to that was, you know, in approaching those songs, are you, are you sort of, are you really trying to emulate how Mike plays, or are you approaching the parts kind of in your own way? I really have to do it in my own way yeah. because, um, I mean, th- there's similarities in, in, in what we do as basis, but there's also, you know, differences. That's why he's Mike Picaro and I'm me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and I'm really never been good at, like when I would get called for sessions and they'd say, oh, play it like, you know, McCartney or Jocko, <laughs> I would yeah. say, call him. <laughs> I don't, That's I'm right. not that guy. I'm exactly. me. And I would rather, you know, go sit in the control room and, and watch them play. Yeah, right. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm approaching the songs with, uh, cognizant of, of Mike's parts right, I, I and, and the groove, but doing it in the way that feels most natural to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it, it'll be, you know, 85% Mike 
and then 15% of me um, screwing up Mike's parts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, in in talking about Mike and uh, his talent, um, I've always described his talent as, I mean, he has just a sheer, almost like an elegant groove going, you Mm -hmm. know. He's like in his own little elegant, you know, everybody else is, you know, you have Luke on one side and doing his thing, but, and there's Mike elegantly keeping the groove and he's going deep and he, he just lays it out in such a neat way. You're right in saying that, hey, that's Mike, you know? Absolutely. There's no getting away from that. But mm-hmm. also, to me, a great deal of that is what the function of bass is. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the soloists and, and, the, and the front guys, they have that world covered. To me, the, the beauty yeah. of, of playing bass is that being able just to kind of hunker down and just lay a foundation for everything that, that just keeps everybody... Um, Kind of, you're really kind of like the glue that holds it all together. Yep, you're right. And, uh, and Mike does it as good as anybody around, and uh, and that's what I'm going to really try to cop. Right, is you know the basic structure of the songs, but just try to keep the pocket deep. And 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 with Simon, it's pretty hard. You really got to work your ass off to screw it up with him. <laughs> He's that good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, will the, talk about your uh, you know the uh, on stage. Will there be a difference in your uh, rig setup, uh, Lee, with, on this tour with Toto as opposed to Phil and Collins, James Taylor, or Lyle? Or how are we going to approach that? Now, what's, um, what's, pretty what's much, I'm going out with the same rig I use with everybody. I've never crafted my sound based on a rig. Okay. To me, I'm not a gearhead at all. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. And when I play, it's like during the course of a show, we can play the loudest song and go to the quietest ballad. I would never touch my amp mm-hmm. for that. It's all in the hands. Yeah, I don't change my knobs on my bass. I, I hate when I go to a concert and I see a guy touching the <laughs> knobs constantly. I just kind of want to go up and slug him and go, what the you know, are you doing? <laughs> just play. Play. <laughs> don't they're twiddling these things. I mean, do the job. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you know, I'm pretty much using the same rig I used with Lyle mm-hmm. uh, last summer, and the same rig I used um, with Lyle the summer before, and with Phil Collins. Yeah, it's a euphonic audio rig, and it sounds great, and I'm real happy with it. And it's small, and 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 won't take up a lot of room, and won't. The thing I also look for is you don't saturate the stage with your sound. You allow your mixer in the house to do the work. There you go. You've paid for the system. You may as well use it. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Lee, this is, this is a more serious question, and I want you to answer this as honestly as you can, okay? Uh, you're going out on the road with Steve Lukather. Are you scared? <laughs> you know, Luke should be scared. Frightened? Uh, no, he should be really frightened. <laughs> he should be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, I love Luke. Luke is, is, is one of the most incorrigible people I've ever known in my life. If they ever do posters about, you know, ADD and Ritalin, you know, I think he <laughs> should be the poster boy for it. Um, but, you know, I, I love Luke to death, and under all that squirrely craziness is, is really one of the sweetest, most beautiful cats I've ever worked with. So it's going to be a, a treat. Just to, I'm looking forward to We've never had hang time together. Right. We've always been in work situations. So mm-hmm. it's going to be real fun to be out there and Actually, go out and grab a bite, maybe see a movie, go wander around a town, yeah. um, go go to the police station and post bail for him, all that stuff. <laughs> go do a movie in Dubai, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, find find the local junior high school and, <laughs> and keep an eye on him, make sure. <laughs> so are you going to be packing the Sklarkham? 
Oh, you man, I am going to mash cast my ass off. Good for you. Good for <laughs> you. There's going to be stuff on there that's definitely going to put people in prison. You All know, right. I, I see for new MB, for new NBC, which is the you know, the guys that are running the Toto Network. I, I see a T-shirt possibility there. Mash cast, mash cast your ass off. <laughs> There's got to be something in that. Actually, you know, it'd be fantastic if the technology allowed it. It'd be really great to have a T-shirt with with a. Uh, a, a real-time action screen on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to walk around and have things going on on it. I found a really great old lowrider um, Cadillac today that I just filmed. Wow. I was out having chili for lunch, and, and right next to the chili joint was this guy headed for sale, and it was laying there about a 67 or so caddy or 72 maybe, all with little tiny tires and real wide wheels, all that real lowrider crap with a Continental kit. It's really cheesy. <laughs> but we had fun filming the other day. I was filming Trevor, Luke's son, and we were finishing another track on Luke's record, mm-hmm. and he was playing on it, and I, I posted that on the site, and it's, it's really fun watching him play. Well, hey, I know this, is, uh, this whole situation is sort of bittersweet. We're very sorry you know, what, you know, about the situation with Mike, but at the same time, Lee, we're really happy for you, and I know you're going to have a great time, and, and uh, uh, hopefully we can catch up with you again sometime down oh, the road. Oh, I hope so. Well, feel free to, to, to keep in touch, and yeah. anytime you guys want to yak, I'm, I'm totally up for it. <laughs> yeah, and to Mike, uh, Mike, if you're listening out there, and I know you are, we wish you the very best, man. Uh, take time, recuperate, and, uh, and just get well and know that everybody's uh, praying for you and uh, rooting for you, so we know you'll be back, as Lee says, back in the saddle again. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, for Eddie Cabello, I'm Rick Such. Uh, Lee, thanks again for joining us on Inside Music Cast, and um, we'll see you next time. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Thanks. Take care, Lee. You too. Special thanks to Lee Sklar for joining us on this special edition of Inside Music Cast. Be sure to join us on Friday, March 9th, when Inside Music Cast welcomes Michael Lomardian. Thanks for downloading Inside Music Cast, the podcast devoted to the musicians, fans, and the people who make the music business happen. Your subscription is appreciated, so be sure to check your podcatcher for our next episode. You can also visit InsideMusicCast.com for additional content. If you'd like to contact us via email, the address is input at InsideMusicCast.com.